Good evening, everyone. I'm Anne-Marie Cronin, and I'll be hosting a special live broadcast tonight on 760 WJR. We're going to be talking about the prevention of disease and the urgency of taking action before the onset of serious medical problems. Dr. Brian Collender, MD, internal medicine physician and specialist in prevention, is here tonight to talk about how to avoid heart attack and stroke altogether and what you need to do to prevent Alzheimer's and many other chronic diseases. If you have a question, we're opening up the lines and taking your calls, so make a note of this number, 800-859-0957. We'll be repeating it throughout the show, and this is your opportunity to talk directly to the doctor. So stay tuned, and we'll be right back. You're listening to 760 WJR. Again, I'd like to welcome all of you to a special medical show here on 760 WJR. I'm Anne-Marie Cronin, and we're here tonight to talk to you about prevention and why you have to start looking at healthcare from a different perspective. Dr. Brian Collender, MD, is joining us from Birmingham, Michigan, to give us some hard talk about dealing with our health and making sure we get the necessary testing. We're inviting you to call in and talk to the doctor directly if you have a question at 800-859-0957. Again, that's 800-859-0957. Dr. Collender, welcome back. Your shows are always full of information and things the listening audience has no clue about. What's your advice for this season and for tonight and going forward? Well, first of all, holiday season's upon us. So, you know, I don't know uh, what the show schedule is moving forward, to be honest. So let's just wish we'll everyone... We'll always be here on Thursday. Right. <laughs> so let's take this time to wish everybody... Uh, Happy, healthy holiday, Merry Christmas, Hanukkah's coming, New Year's. Right. And, uh, and you know, I think the listeners need to know that. How do they stay well? That's what we right. want to know. We want to be alive to the New Year. How about that? Right. So heart attack deaths actually go up during the holidays. So, you know, let's talk about how to not make that happen. And, you know, why does it happen? And, you know, strangely enough, probably the number one reason people get into health issues is non-compliance with their medicine. And that's actually the number one reason for hospital admissions and hospital readmissions is people don't follow the directions of their doctors. And I think there's a lot of reasons for that. Um, you know, number one is when you only have a couple minutes to spend with your doctor and you're getting this deluge of information, they may not even talk about the drugs they're prescribing. And, they don't even talk about the tests that you're getting. Well, in or five why minutes, you need them. in five minutes, all you get is referrals and prescriptions. Right, right. And so, you know, after the visit, you know, a couple of days later, the patient goes to the pharmacist and they get their prescriptions, and no one knows what any drug is for. And if you don't know why you're taking something, you're less likely to follow through. I think that's just true of anything. If you don't really understand the reason for doing something, you're less likely to do it. Whether it's any life-altering activity or, you know, even at work, if you don't know why you're being told to do something, you're probably not likely to follow through on it. Uh, so if you don't know why you're taking any specific drug, then you may not take it. Another reason, or it gets fallen off, or, of course, then there's also double dosing, so the reason double dosing occurs is if you use mail order pharmacies and you're on automatic refill, you may miss some days or the phar- the mail order pharmacy may substitute your drug for a a different generic 
brand and, and you end up taking two of the same drug, not recognizing that you have two of the same drug. And it's not the patient's fault. The pill's got a slightly different name. It's from a different manufacturer. It looks different. It might be a different color, even though it's the same drug. Um, so that's, you know, one reason, you know, noncompliance with medicine is a big problem. How do we solve it? That's the question. Well, there's a lot of other things we have to talk about that are the reasons for people who are having issues, I think, before we get to that. Let's take uh, Siobhan's got calls backing up here. Who's calling Siobhan? Yes, we have Greg from Shelby on the line. Greg, what's your question? Hey, good evening, you guys. Mr. Positive, always love this show, Dr. Collender and the All-Star crew. Hey, real quick, it seems like you've been very prescient about the vaccine. Pfizer and Moderna are saying that it was on a Guy Gordon show today a little bit about maybe people who got the shot shouldn't have got the shot, people who didn't necessarily need the shot. And you are so prescient, my friend. What say you about what's coming out about um, these vaccines? And uh, fill us in and give us uh, more education about what has been bandied about. And uh, I just before you answer. I just want to jump in here. Guy Gordon was talking about it today, about the fact that he was giving information yes. on shots that we got two years ago. Yeah. He wants us. That, yeah. Um, that he alluded to, or they talked to a gentleman who alluded to that maybe certain ages should have been the only ones that taken it. It was maybe mandated um, uh, who took what, when, and where maybe. It's just something that just came out today, and it was uh, quite eye-opening. Going, wow, you know. Well, maybe did they a lot did they talk people... about? Did they mention which specific vaccines? Was it Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson Johnson? Yeah, did they talk about? No, Pfizer and Moderna were the two uh, names that were brought up. And I was just wondering if um, Dr. Collender heard about it, and uh, just was uh, very curious because it was quite eye-opening and. Uh, it made me like, whoa, and, you know, it's just, it's very, um, you know, pressure on Dr. Collender's, you know, because he's always been a little bit, you know, let's look into this more, and that's what makes him such a great doctor. Is that, well, what was you know, the outcome? What did Guy say? What was the uh, outcome at uh, the end of the show? I didn't listen to it. And Anne-Marie, it was, uh, I caught bits and pieces, but that uh-huh. was the most germane, that was the most salient point about, Everybody getting it. Maybe some didn't need it. Um, but, uh, you know, you got to side on caution. But here we go again. Um, do we actually really know exactly what this is going to do to us down the road? You know, with all the different variations. And, um, you know, someone just brought up uh, recently that, uh, that the vaccine, maybe there's components in there that might be able to cure or offset skin cancer. Well, Greg, well, well let's, we're going to have yeah. to come back and talk about this more on the you other side it. of the break. Again, you're listening to our weekly live medical radio show where we keep you up to date on all medical solutions from dealing with COVID to avoiding catastrophic disease. We're here tonight with Dr. Brian Collender, MD, talking about prevention. If you have a specific question and you would like to talk to the doctor directly about what you ought to be doing to prevent or reverse chronic disease, please call us at 800-859-0957. You're listening to 760 WJR.
Welcome back to our special live medical broadcast on 760 WJR. We're fortunate to have Dr. Brian Collender, MD, internal medicine physician and specialist in prevention, here with us tonight to give us some straight talk about two important topics, prevention and being proactive. So please tune in to our weekly shows, Sunday afternoon at 3 p.m. and live Thursday at 7. We're inviting you right now to call in with your questions and talk directly to the doctor at 800 8590957 Dr. Collender we're coming back after break so we have a call we have a caller Yeah let's jump to the caller we have Scott from Dearborn on the line Scott what's your question Yeah hi I um I called in last week about um my wife that passed away from stage 4 cervical cancer and um what's the name for Shelby that called in right. about, um, yes, yes. And I'm, ironically, I called in right after him the last time also. It's kind of ironic that we're talking with each other. But um, but I heard the same thing, too, on, on um, Guy Gordon's show, too. He had a doctor on, and I can't remember his name, but he said the same thing about what Greg was talking about. Do you guys well, find me, out any information well, about that? Well, let me jump in because neither of us listen to the show, Anne-Marie nor I. So, you know, all I'm going to say about COVID is that, you know, I think a lot of the, the things that we talked about for the last year and year and a half are getting caught up to in more of the lay press and, and the mainstream media uh, to some degree. Um and we're not going to talk a lot about COVID. And I know you all have questions. And the reason is we do have bigger fish to fry down the road. And and we're looking forward instead of looking back. And so, you know, I, you know I'm, if you want to read between the lines, I don't really think of COVID as anything that we need to do anything about any further unless there's a change to it. So if you hear what I'm saying, we're really going to talk about prevention um, because COVID to me is in the past and whatever happened, happened and whoever made mistakes and did things they shouldn't do, hopefully they will, you know, pay the price that they've, uh, for whatever it is they've done or not done to help people. Well, moving on from the COVID discussion, which could take a whole show, we're going to come back and talk about what we started off talking about, which is at this time of the year, we see an increase and, and heart attack and incidents. And first of all, why is that? Well, there's a lot of reasons. Um, and stress is another one of them. So, you know, one of the things we don't talk a lot about on the show is lifestyle. And so this, I'm going to say, is our lifestyle prevention show. And the main tenets of prevention are the foundation of uh, prevention is, is lifestyle. And the main tenets of that are healthy eating regular exercise, and manage your stress. And getting the family together can be very, very stressful for everybody. And, you know, we talk about self-care. We've had many shows about your mental health and making sure that you're in a position to take care of yourself and not get in your own way. Um, and so being in the midst of all your family members who've been triggering you your whole life, you know, with stressors is really hard on some people. So 
recognizing that you're walking into a very stressful situation can trigger an event. So high stress raises your blood pressure, high stress impairs your sleep, and, you know, people may generate some negative habits during stressful times. They may stop exercising. They might drink more alcohol. They may make bad food choices. And all of these um, contribute to cardiovascular events because your internal environment generate, you know, if there's a lot of inflammation that you're adding to it, inflammation is what triggers vascular events. So we want to continue our good habits and we'll talk about what some of those things should be. Uh, but number one is, you know, stay on your medicines. Um, and, and cause people are non-compliant. They don't take the prescriptions that were prescribed to them. Why do you think that is? It's human nature that people forget. They don't want they to forget take a or pill. They, or there's resistance. Resistance well, is one thing. I mean, I'm not good at taking my pills. I'll be honest. I mean, I take a statin. And I'm not good at it. You get sick, you can help yourself. They can't. Well, no, a lot of doctors drop dead. And um, I mean, I'm more aware of where my health is because I do all the tests that I'm telling right. you all to do. So I've known that I've improved my vascular health. But I go, you know, I'm a human being too, and I forget to take my pills. Um, and so it's, it's, You've just got to remember, and this is why we're on the show, is remember to take your pills, especially your blood pressure pills, your cholesterol statin pills. Make sure you're taking your diabetic pills, and that will help. And hopefully you're on the right diabetic pills and the right blood pressure pills that will reduce vascular inflammation and prevent vascular events like heart attack and stroke. Well, let me ask you, what are some of the repercussions? Let's say you miss a day, because I'm also taking a statin. Um, what I mean, what are some of the repercussions if you miss a day or two? Is this like serious or is it more about missing long periods of time? I think it depends on your risk. You know, so it's it's you can't make a, a summary judgment about that. It depends on the risk. So, you know, if you're a high risk person, of course, most listeners don't know if they're high risk or not. But, um, you know, there are patients I have that come in, they're new. They're still just getting into the system. They haven't, you know, they might walk in high risk. And if they tell me, you know, holidays are coming, I might tell them, take extra of your diabetes pills, take extra of your statins, you know, and those, if they're on the right diabetic pills and statins, those reduce inflammation. And so it's never a bad thing to take an extra statin. You know, that's, there's no harm there. And depending on the diabetic pill again depends on the pill so i can't tell you which one it might be it may not be that bad to take an extra diabetic pill especially if it's one that doesn't lower your blood sugar and there are diabetic pills that do not cause low hypoglycemia or low blood sugar so um those things are are not bad to do and you know if you're going to sit down and have a you know a massive amount of food you know for christmas then maybe taking extra statins not the end of the world it might protect you because you don't want to have to think about someone dying, you know, memorializing a death every Christmas. Scary thought. But uh, again, I mean, uh, you've talked a lot about people taking their pills and taking their medication. And once again, the whole show is all about prevention. So what are the people that haven't been diagnosed need to know? Well, I mean, these are, again, these are just thing, other things. And some of the other pitfalls are, you know, for especially for Medicare patients, 
they might still be in the donut hole, you know, where their insurance from Medicare uh, uh, Part D is is waned off and they're not able to get their medications. They cost it's more out of pocket spending and they can't get to them. So these are other you know financial reasons that people may not get to their medication. They might be choosing to buy some gifts instead of buying their you know paying their copay for prescriptions. And so you know it's it's a lot of unforeseen pitfalls that can keep people from doing what their doctor wants them to do. And again, what your doctor wants you to do and what you've heard your doctor tell you are two different things. Because your doctor, again, is not educating you about why you're taking pills. You don't even know how many pills they ordered. And right. you go to the pharmacy to get your batch of pills. You have no idea if you got all of them or it's the wrong ones or mm-hmm. if it's the right dose or not because that's not being given to you um, on the front end. It's just blind following, isn't it? It's like you the doctor gives you a prescription, you go and fill the prescription and you're taking these pills ad infinitum, not knowing why what's in them, what the side of I mean, very few people probably look up what the side effects are. But once again, we re- I really always want to come back to the fact that you shouldn't be taking pharma in the first place. Well that's not true. There's, if well, you, if you're already if things. you're yes, if you're all but let's let's go back a little bit farther. Just let's try to avoid the disease. Let's talk about that on the other side of the break. Again, you're listening to a special live medical broadcast on the prevention and medical management of disease. If you have a specific question and you would like to talk to the doctor directly about what you need to do to avoid heart attack and stroke, or you have a question on any of the subjects we're discussing tonight, please give us a call at 800-859-0957. You're listening to 760 WJR. Welcome back to our special live weekly medical show here on 760 WJR. We are back again with Dr. Brian Collender, MD, internal medicine physician in Birmingham, Michigan. As a recognized leader in the field of catastrophic disease prevention, including heart attack, stroke, diabetes, and many chronic conditions, he's here tonight to give us some hard advice on what we need to do to avoid heart attack and stroke altogether. Through advanced and more sophisticated diagnostic technology, we're now able to arrest and reverse the progress of these silent killers. We're inviting you to call in with your questions at 800-859-0957. So, Dr. Collender, let's come back and talk some more about the whole aspect of what they need to do ahead of time, what prevention is all about. Well, we're trying to keep everyone from having a heart attack while they are celebrating Christmas and New Year's. Right. And, you know, I think another thing for people who take high blood pressure medications is you really got to low keep your salt intake down. And I wouldn't say that, you know, year round, but what happens is, you know, you, everyone says, well, I'm taking off this week. You know, like I'm going to be, right. whatever my habits are, this week they're out the window and I'm going to do whatever I want because it's Christmas and New Year's and I've got mm-hmm. bowl games and all that food is, not healthy. You mm-hmm. know, there's too much fat, there's too much sugar, there's too much salt. And if you're on a blood pressure pill, you know, you're at risk of putting yourself into fluid overload because the salt draws more fluid into you and you go into volume overload and we don't want to end up in the hospital with heart failure or a stroke. And not everybody has symptoms from high blood pressure. So things to look out for. Don't assume just because you're on a pill that you're safe because 
your lifestyle is the foundation for treatment, not the pill. Okay, Siobhan, I'm going to have Ashley take this next question because you're getting back top, Ashley. Uh, we have Tony calling from Wayne. Tony, what's your question? Yes, this is in regards to taking statin drugs. I heard one of the side effects is loss of memory. Uh, well, there are a lot of negative um, side effects listed for statins, and I have had patients have memory loss on a statin. We had to stop it. That does not mean that the general population should not consider a statin if you have plaque. So the difference between what I do and what the general doctors are doing is I don't use like your cholesterol number as a gauge for whether or not you should be on a statin. I put people on statin that have plaque, which is the disease that you're treating. And then we follow specific data points that measure your risk based on, you know, uh, on, and it guides our statin therapy. So for people that need statins, if we have a side effect, we either lower the dose or take a break or try a different statin because not every statin uh, causes that problem in every person. So in particular, one patient I'm having in mind right now who had major memory issues after one statin, he stopped it, took a break, and he's doing really well on a different statin. So it's, it's, you can't take, make those broad statements. Okay, Siobhan, we're getting back top. Who's your next caller? Sure. Up next, we have David in Windsor. David, what's your question? We're not yeah. hearing her. Oh, it's yep. David. Hi, David. Yeah, yeah, we I have David. Hi, voice. David. Yes. What's your question? Yes, my question for Dr. Collender, which is kind of off topic here, but this comes to mind as well. What about the areas in, in, your, in your clinic or whatever you call it? Have people working with, eye, with different eye ailments like glaucoma and cataracts and people like that and vision, various different forms of different vision impairments because some people are born blind for different reasons such as tumors um anything like that or even a blow to the head that receives a bump that had in the past and has lost their vision through that are you familiar with those areas of vision impairment because there are so many different degrees of that yeah well thanks for calling and i'm going to kind of answer your question uh a little differently. So, I mean, my, you know, I'm not an ophthalmologist, so I don't, I'm not an expert in vision issues. So, uh, but what I would like people to recognize is that if they have a vision issue that involves either a retinal artery, you know, or, or possibly even a retinal vein, then that is a representation of a vascular injury, which could have other systemic problems. So, you know, a lot of the conditions that you mentioned, David, I would say are things that I refer to specialists because it's not my area of expertise. And, you know, and even being a primary care doctor, that's why we have ophthalmologists. But even if you see an ophthalmologist and you've got a ret- an artery issue, um, there isn't always the connection that this is a systemic problem and needs to be addressed as a whole body issue. And if you've got that artery issue, you could have an artery issue anywhere in your body and needs to be addressed. Okay, Siobhan, you have another caller there? Are you plugged into yeah, us yeah. over there? Yeah, Ashley okay. can take this one. Okay, Ashley, go ahead. Okay, we have Wendy calling from Detroit. Wendy, what's your question? Hi, Dr. Callender. I'm calling um, to ask, I have a daughter that is 34 years old, and she's been prescribed blood pressure medicine and a statin 
and she has neither high cholesterol or blood pressure, but she is, they've said she's diabetic recently, and the reason was to ward off the cholesterol issues and and blood pressure. Have you ever heard of such a thing? Yeah, actually I have. And so people that are diabetic are at much increased risk of cardiovascular events than people that are not. So people that are diabetic are treated as if they have plaque and um, are prescribed statins. Um, And the blood pressure pills are really not necessarily for blood pressure, but because diabetics on specific blood pressure pills can see fewer problems like kidney damage and eye damage. You know, you hear about retinal issues and blindness and there are blood pressure pills that stop that from happening in diabetics. So the real issue for your daughter is now that she's maybe a high-risk person, she needs to have the right kind of data to identify her risk. And so right now the traditional system is going to tell her that if she's on a statin and her A1C is at a good place and she's on these pills, she's done. And, and unfortunately, none of that is true. She needs to get the CIMT ultrasound that we, you know, that we do in our office that measures cardiovascular risk by looking at the layers of your artery wall. She needs labs that measure artery inflammation markers. And also she needs labs that take a better look at um, insulin resistance. And actually other people in the family need to be evaluated for diabetes because she's young and she has adult onset diabetes, which can take years to develop. So, and it's also runs in the family. So it's important to make sure in, and even you. So if it's, you know, even though you've not been diagnosed with diabetes, you may be on the path to diabetes and not know it. And, and we'll probably talk about that next segment, how to recognize that you're on the path to diabetes, um, without knowing or having your doctor tell you because they're not going to recognize it. And the reason to know that and why that's important is because becoming diabetic is just as bad as being diabetic to your body, except you're not going to be treated unless you become diabetic. And there are people who are on the path. They're in this inflammatory state, which is going to generate risk. And we want to recognize all of these conditions that predispose people to chronic illness and death. So I'm going to jump in here because Wendy's calling about her daughter, the concern that she has for her daughter being put on blood pressure medication, a statin. And I'm understanding that what you're saying is her daughter has been, you know, is missing certain diagnostic tests that are going to tell her a lot more about what she needs to know about why she's being put. And in other words, more about, you know, a fuller diagnosis. Well, we're at at the end of the segment, so we're going to have to come back to this, but Right now in the traditional system, if you get labeled as a diabetic, it's like a package deal. You get a statin and a blood pressure pill that protects your vision and your kidneys from the onslaught and damage from diabetes. But that's not enough. You need to know. There's more to the picture. There's more to the picture that we need to go through, and we will. All right. In the meantime, we've got to take a quick break again. You're listening to a special live medical broadcast on the prevention and medical management of disease. If you have a specific question and you'd like to talk to the doctor directly about what you need to do to avoid heart attack and stroke, or you have a question on any of the topics we're discussing tonight, please give us a call at 800-859-0957. 
Again, that's 800-859-0957. You're listening to 760 WJR. Welcome back to our final segment of our special weekly live broadcast here on News Talk 760 WJR on the importance of being proactive and informed of the resources available to prevent and treat chronic and debilitating disease. You're listening to the expert advice of Dr. Brian Collender, MD, internal medicine physician, and one of the very few specialists in prevention in this country. If you have a question for the doctor, now is your chance to call us at 800 800- 859-0957. Again, that's 800-859-0957. Dr. Collender, before I come back to the last um, inquiry, the last mother of a patient who called in, her daughter was put on blood pressure medication and a statin. We argued about this over the break on Facebook. And Siobhan, you need to be telling everybody to listen to Facebook Checking yes, into well, Facebook definitely. Live. I mean, everybody that's listening live on the air, we do continue the conversation over the break. So go to the WJR Facebook page uh, where we we talk entirely throughout the break and continue all the content there. And also, I'm and you know, I'm just listening to my own words as I'm as I'm reading my script here, being informed of the resources available to prevent and treat chronic and debilitating disease. But Dr. Collender, these doctors, these patients are going to are not letting them know about what is out there, what the resources are that are available to prevent and treat chronic and debilitating disease. Well, there's a lot to talk about Wendy's daughter here. And, and the one of the most important things is why did she wait till she became diabetic to be told that she's got a sugar problem? How, what do you mean? Why did she wait? How well, is she supposed to Why did the doctor no. not recognize you mean her PCP? Is that yeah. what you're talking about? Her PCP? Right. And so, so even at 34, she's probably been pre-diabetic or having insulin resistance, which is the process of becoming diabetic for years. And but that I mean is not years, a diagnosable thing, right? I mean, that's the problem is that we don't that talk the, about that until you are already diabetic. Correct. And so prevention requires an early disease identification, the earliest possible opportunity to identify disease. So even at 34, Wendy's daughter has been, her body's been soaking in a, a quagmire of insulin and blood sugar. And that is a pre-diabetic, you know, insulin resistant state that generates a massive amount of inflammation. So years, she's missed years, what I mean years, 15 to 20 years of opportunity to identify her as being insulin resistant, which is a driver of chronic disease like heart attack, di- uh, stroke, Parkinson's, cancer, Who's dementia. Whose fault is that? It's the doctors because they did not make the effort to learn how to identify people at risk. So what, I mean, to all the listening audience, because this is a really pathetic story. I mean, we argued about this over the break on Facebook, and I'm, it's just, you know, infuriating to know that all of a sudden a 34-year-old shows up and she's now being told that she's pre-diabetic, you're on blood pressure and statin, and we know that those are, as you said over the break, they're hard to get off once you're on it. But the question that I have, and let's we don't know what the real answer is, but whether or not this patient went to see a PCP on a regular basis, it was not found, it was not diagnosed because they're not talking about explaining and recommending the necessary testing to avoid these diseases. And it's like a call to action. Why are these doctors not doing it? They have not made the effort to take better care of their patients. Why not? And 
What's the Hippocratic Oath all about? Why not? Well, we, you know, we said this during COVID, and we are saying it now, is that doctors that do not make the effort to understand opportunities in prevention and avail themselves of the tools which are readily available and inexpensive to identify early disease and put a stop to it, it's their fault. And I hate to say it that if your doctor works for a company or works for a hospital, then they're baked into a system that is not designed for you to prevent disease. And when you go to the doctor and you're told you're okay, none of that information is helpful. And again, we don't know when Wendy's daughter went to the doctor before being diagnosed with diabetes, but let's just assume she went a year ago. Mm-hmm. A year ago, she was well, she was 14 years into the path of becoming diabetic. And the next year, she crossed some magical threshold created by the FDA to say, well, yesterday you're not diabetic and today you are. Yesterday you have no risk, but today you're a massive risk that requires three classes of drugs, a diabetic pill, a blood pressure pill, and a statin. And who even knows that the doctor prescribed an adequate dosing or or treatment for any of these problems? Forget about the FDA. There's nothing we can do about the government and the FDA. But the knight well, in shining armor, is the knight in shining armor is do. the doctor. No, they're guiding the doctors. We have no control over what we. we the average person well, doesn't know anything about the FDA. We're telling the listeners that if your doctor is employed by a system, then that system is following the rules established by the FDA and the insurance companies, and that means that if that's who you're getting your health care from, you are not getting the information you need to stop these events from happening and they can be stopped. And in fact, they are all possible to be stopped. In my world, no one needs to have a heart attack or stroke. And if you work hard enough, a lot of other chronic diseases can be stopped or delayed, you know, well, well into your older, you know, older years. Well, the point is that with the technology in this country, we've had, Certain of these diagnostic tests have been out for 20 years, albeit they're still not covered by insurance. Even although the one, the first test, the CT cardiac scoring test is $125. Uh, the CIMT test has to be paid out of pocket. And so there might be a half a dozen different tests that basically cost a couple hundred dollars. They're not covered by insurance. So therefore, Every doctor should know about what tests are out there. The technology is out there and give you a choice. As a patient, you're a consumer. You have a right to know what test is out there that I can diagnose or prevent a disease and then give me the choice of whether or not I want to pay for it. And these doctors are not doing that. So in our final minute or so, you know, the most important test to me is this uh, simple ultrasound we do in our office. It's called a CIMT, uh, carotid intima media thickness test, and it provides information, number one, do you have plaque? And number two, if you have plaque, what is the data that measures risk? And that data point can be followed over time. You can repeat that ultrasound once a year, every 18 months, to measure the progress of your efforts to prevent chronic disease. And that data point correlates very well with risk. 
There's lab work to accompany these data points that we measure. And, um, you know, while we're doing that, we look for other drivers of disease. You know, uh, Siobhan mentioned uh, somewhere on Facebook that she's screening for sleep apnea. We're looking for genetic predisposition to disease. We look at gut health. We look at oral health, which is another unrecognized area that can contribute to your overall body's health. But it starts with disease identification. It doesn't start with, do I have diabetes? No, it starts with, do I have plaque? And you can start checking that at age 30. You know, you don't have to wait or hear anything. You want to identify disease. Um, and before I go, happy holidays. And uh, everyone have a safe um, Christmas and New Year's and Hanukkah. Be well over the holiday period, absolutely. Well, unfortunately, we're out of time, so I'd quickly like to thank Dr. Brian Collender, MD, Specialist in Prevention, for being here tonight and for being willing to share his expertise and knowledge with regards to not only the prevention of disease, but also on the importance of being proactive and engaging with a practice that provides access to the necessary testing. If your doctor doesn't send you his way, call 866-COLANDER and sign up for this very important testing and screening. This show is brought to you by Colander Medical. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cronin. We hope you got some useful information tonight on how to be your own advocate and take charge of your health, whatever your medical journey. Thanks also to my co-host, Siobhan Cronin. Please continue to tune in to our shows Sunday afternoon at 3, Thursday evening at 7 for the latest medical updates. And thanks for listening to 760 WJR. Good night and be well. Opinions heard in the preceding program are those of the host and guests and not those of Cumulus Media or WJR Radio.